Yo, yo, yo. We are back. Welcome to another episode of the Are You Entertained podcast, your number one source for all you need to know in music, movies, TV, and sports. I'm Trey Alessio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside my partner in crime, Brandon Ogden. What, what up? What up? No, I said it at the same time. Hey. Yo, uh, so today's going to be a fun one. We're talking college football playoffs, the Heisman finalists, Grammy nominations, the Avengers trailer, and we've got a brand new Draft Dogs working title still. Is it, is it, is it fair to call it Draft yeah. Dogs still? Or? Yeah, I guess. I we guess. don't have anything better. We don't have anything better. Uh, yeah, Draft Dogs segment and a lot more, so keep it locked right here. We are still in the iHeart Studios, but I think it's official. I know I said it for the past two podcasts, I think, but... The next podcast will be broadcasting out of our very own Are You Entertained studios, and it's going to be dope. Can't wait for that. It's going to be fun. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. We're only going to continue to grow, uh, so tell your friends about what we're doing here, and let's hop right into the good stuff. So uh, before we get into it, uh, anything new? How's life, bro? I'm trying to think. I don't know. It always yeah. feels like with this uh, bi-weekly thing, it feels like we've taken a lot of time off. Yeah. We come back and it's just the same as last same time. Old, you know? Same old, same shit, different day. Uh, we're going to start with some sports today um, because we haven't done a sports draft dog segment, so we're going to lead into that. But uh, this news broke today, and I didn't put it on the dock, but I kind of want to touch on it. I have it as a note. Uh, the, the Ball Boys may sign with an agent. And I saw that they may go overseas and play pro ball and work their way to the NBA. Um, yeah, they took the middle son out of UCLA. Yep, and that. I forgot about that one. Uh, so my question really here, do you think this is big news and do you foresee it becoming a trend with the youth, I guess? I, I, I don't really see it becoming a trend uh, just because you're not going to get uh, the the goal is to get to the league. You're not going to get the most exposure exposure, excuse me, by going overseas and playing. Sure, it'll work if you're a really special talent. Uh, Moutier, who plays for the Nuggets, did it um, basically because he was like he got in trouble with the NCAA, so he said, "Fuck it, I'll go make money and play okay. for a year," and then got drafted. But I, I don't think it's a trend. I think it's just Lavar being a complete idiot. Yeah, his middle son's probably not good enough for the NBA anyway. Uh, so it's more of a publicity stunt than anything else. Is it fair to call uh, LeVar Ball the the Chris Jenner of male sports? I guess I don't really know. Uh, no, I don't know. He's is that is that a, a reach? I just think he's an idiot. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of no, his either. I, he, it's so overplayed at this point. Like, yeah, I I hate that shows keep putting him on. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, and it's they just, have their own fucking Facebook yeah, show. It's just for him to say outrageous shit uh -huh. and make more headlines and. Is there? It's annoying. At is this there point. any chance that this becomes, let's just say, out of left field, like hypothetically, that this does kind of become a trend, and people like he, the ball boys, see success with this route to the NBA, and other star athletes come up and attempt to do this too. Uh, do you think this will be kind of the bane of the NCAA? Like, do you think it'll hurt them i don't know i i'm i well i think the ncaa needs to make adjustments in the first place so, well, yeah. there's a lot wrong with it well that, that that's a whole nother topic right, and we right. can get into that but but i i don't know it's hard i, I don't <laughs> think we've seen kids go into college like a whole family like this and have so much recognition mm -hmm. it, it, i mean to lavar ball's credit i mean he's a star 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets the attention like he is. So you have to really have that attention um, and that name recognition to be able to do something like this. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard to – it would take a lot. Yeah. It would take a lot more than just LeVar Ball. Okay. We, we shall see how it plays out. Uh, before we really get into the doc, what we have uh, – Want to give a shout out to one of our loyal fans, Jordan Nevitt. Uh, sure. He reached out to us, uh, wanting us to talk about a couple things, and uh, it was about Josie Jewell specifically, yep. and Ball. yeah, and kind of the Big Ten and how they awards some awards and they got screwed a little bit. Um, do you have a take here? Yeah, and Jordan, I think you make a really good point, and I, it, to me, the awards now have become. Um, they they gear them. They give them to people on the uh, the bigger programs. Mm-hmm. Um, tonight, Josh Jackson didn't win the Jim Thorpe Award, which I think he led the country in interceptions and like pass breakups and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, now Alabama corner won it. Uh, Josie Jewell, I think, was like second in the in the nation in tackles and doesn't get uh, a top three finalist for the best linebacker of the year award. Uh, the best tight end of the Big Ten caught like forty passes or something, some ridiculously low number. Yeah, but because he's a, I mean he's a, 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 probably the number one ranked tight end for the NFL. Okay, he gets the the, the award. So you think it's a little mix of that you play on a good team and the potential that you have in yeah, the NFL. Yeah, they don't. They're not giving it based off college stats like production. It's yeah. more of. The he's potential. Really, he's really on a good, good team. He's on a good team. Yeah, and it's just kind of annoying in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, those awards don't mean it to, uh, very much to me, just because I think oftentimes they're wrong. Sure. So uh, it is what it is. It's I, I don't foresee it changing anytime soon, unfortunately. Um, but you can't take at the end of the day. You can't take away what Josie Jewell's done in his career or any other really good college player and. Um, even if it's at a little bit lesser of a program than some of the Blue Bloods. Um, sure. So it's unfortunate. You you like to see those guys get the recognition they yeah. deserve because, I mean, Josie Jules is going to be an NFL draft pick, so it's not going to hurt him too much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some of those guys, uh, you get four years and it's it's over. So yeah. you wish that some of those guys got a little more recognition than they do. And that's probably why those awards are kind of th- not thrown away, but they're not – really that prestigious like they are but you don't they used to be a lot more prestigious yeah exactly exactly all right um let's get into some other sports stuff before we get into our draft dog segment uh nfl commissioner roger goodell signed a new contract extension are we happy about this do we did we see this coming yeah i I think this was pretty much a foregone conclusion despite what uh my idiot of an owner jerry jones tried to do um I don't know if it's a good or a bad. I mean, everybody's going to hate the commissioner because he's going to side with the owners. He's going to look after their, you know, financial interest. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Goodell's a really easy target to hate. Yeah. Uh, so people are going to hate him. Really, so. I'd say my only beef with him is the hypocrisy and some of oh, yeah. the decision he makes. Some especially of it is absolutely on him. Yeah. Uh, you talk about the Ray Rice it's stuff. That being the number one thing. Yeah. And yeah. As a, you're as a Ravens fan, then me as a Cowboys fan, Ezekiel Elliott gets suspended simply because of how poorly he handled the Ray Rice situation. So yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, he's done a lot of hip- hypocritical things. He's done a lot of really terrible things. Uh, he's also made the NFL the greatest brand in, uh, you know, professional sports sure. for the most part. So, um, Good businessman. Right. But Just, two sides, I yeah. guess. Okay. A- absolutely. Okay. Uh, there's been a big coaching carousel yes. in college football. Yes. Uh, Jim Jimbo Fisher went to Texas A&M. Chip Kelly to UCLA, Scott Frost to Nebraska, Herm Edwards to Arizona State, Dan Mullen to Florida, Jeremy Pruitt to Tennessee, Willie Taggart to Florida State, Chad Morris to Arkansas. I'm probably missing a few, but uh, any of these stand out to you? Any of the I you, you laughed at one of them there. Yeah, Herm what? Edwards. God. Yeah. Did uh, you see? Did you see what he said in the little press conference? Yeah, he's an idiot. So well, I think anything- was he joking? So basically, in the press conference, they were like, he was talking about God and how he's religious and he's gonna bring his religion to the team. I yeah. guess I can't, I don't, I don't remember the exact quote. But then a reporter was jokingly being like, "Do you know what the team name is?" <laughs> <laughs> they're the Sun Devils. He said something about a devil, and he was like, "Don't bring that name up here." Oh yeah, yeah. And then they're like, like, and then I think the the caption was like. You do know what the team name yeah. is, right? <laughs> and then did you see like he was holding up a player's jersey and he was like, What is this? Like a women's jersey? And like, no, that's one of the players jerseys. Uh, they just probably like, they probably uh switched up since the last time you coached there. They're a little yeah, stretchy now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like I don't know. The Herm Edwards hire to me is a terrible hire. I, but I, I think he is a good coach though, right? Uh, right? I think that's even debatable. Really? And he's been out of it for so long. That's true. He didn't coach in college. He only coached NFL. Like, yeah. He's a, a motivator. You got to give him yeah, that. Yeah, he's that, but uh, But you don't foresee this ending well for I, Arizona State? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I like the Chip Kelly hire to UCLA. Yeah, th- uh, I think he'll bring them back, yeah, honestly. I, I think so, too. I think that's really good. The Jimbo Fisher one was really interesting. Yeah, I was caught off guard by oh, that yeah, one. A lot of people are are speculating if there's some uh, uh, bad stuff about to come out at Florida State, so he was trying to get ahead of okay. it. He also got the most guaranteed money in like coaching uh, history. So really? Shout out to him. I mean, he went with the money. Do you foresee something coming out with Florida State? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, be either, honestly. Yeah, I they've guess. had some stuff the last few years, so uh, you never know. The Scott Frost hire... Uh, that was kind of a no-brainer, right? Yeah, that he, was, he had that ties was the to obvious Nebraska. one. Yeah. Uh, as an Iowa fan, I'm split. I, I like part of me never thinks Nebraska will be. I, well, I know Nebraska will never be what it was in the '90s and stuff. Uh, but damn, he's a good football coach. He's yeah, a really good football coach. It'll be interesting to see how he recruits there because uh, uh, this ain't, this ain't the '90s. It's not easy to recruit to Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, anymore. and his reaction to the whole UCF yeah he handled situation. It, I thought pretty much perfectly yeah uh, and UC, UCF handled it really well too so yeah uh, unlike let's talk about Tennessee a little bit yeah I was just about fire. to say holy cow try so to- so at first they were I I heard that they were looking at Matt Campbell but then his buyout was too big so they threw him yeah. off the yep. table yep. um so then they hired Greg Schiano Greg Schiano which like is the day. defensive coordinator at yeah, Ohio, Ohio State, State. now Rutgers I didn't know head coach former Rutgers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers head but coach. he I, this I didn't know I, he had some tie to he was not, on the staff Penn State. at Penn State okay, when the yes. whole and there fiasco was, went down um uh, or whatever the <clears throat> redhead coach McQuarrie yes someone testified that Greg Schiano came in 
it was like a throwaway sentence in court, like that uh, unnamed defensive coach who someone later tried to identify as Shiano walked into the coach's office like why does it go saying that he just saw Jerry doing something to a little kid in the shower. Okay. Again, none of that has been confirmed. confirmed. None yeah. of that's even really been investigated. Uh, it's all he's hearsay. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I don't know. To me, as just if I'm just looking at the football side of it, I thought Shiano would have been a pretty interesting hire. Yeah. Um, I mean, he made a program in Rutgers. Yeah, I was just about to historically say. Historically bad. Yeah. Uh, a really competitive program. Um, so I, I don't know. It, it was a weird situation. I thought their fans just made that job. Like, so basically, like, they they they, they didn't. Rioted. End, well, yeah, they but they didn't officially sign him as the coach. But then they were. It was coming out that he was going to be the coach, right. and then people started rioting and um, yeah, protesting, bas- protesting yeah. about it, and then they said no we're not going to hire you right which is i thought that was insane i've never heard anything like that before he signed a contract so i think they're on the hook to pay for his whole contract really if he signed it yes that hasn't been totally confirmed yet but that's kind of out there so uh yeah they're going to be paying a lot of money to to a lot of people not coaching their football team crazy jeremy pruitt's a pretty decent hire it's kind of uninspiring um yeah. He was the defensive coordinator at it, Bama. It honestly just seems like a dumpster fire there at, at yeah, Tennessee. So, really and so. they had a chance. They had a chance to do really, really well, and they just did really, really horribly. So, yeah, I don't know. It, this coaching carousel, I think we make too big of a deal out of it every year. Um, there's so many variables that go into building a successful program that totally uh, you, you never you never truly know. Mm-hmm. So, it's tough. Yeah. Okay. Uh so out of those, who do you think will be the most successful? Um, I'm voting. Hard, hard, I'm voting Chip it's Kelly. Hard, it's hard to go against Chip. That, that do you think he'll he'll bring that kind of Oregon style oh, offense yeah, there? Okay, absolutely. Okay, that's his thing. That's yeah. his niche. Uh, college is where he needs to be. Um, so I, I do really like that fit. Um, excuse me. Uh, the little gym- throat tickle. <laughs> Something in there. Woo. You good, dog? Yeah, I'm good. All right, all right. The Jimbo Fisher hire is really interesting. That's the one I think that has the most question marks. Okay. If it's going to be really successful or if they're going to be like, damn, we should not have given him that much money. Yeah. So okay. That, that's an interesting one to me. And then the Herm Edwards one was, to me, the worst. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. Um, the college football playoff has been set. I know you have a lot of words about this. Yeah. Uh, so number one went to Clemson. They're going to play number four, Alabama, and then number two, Oklahoma versus number three, Georgia. So I know uh, that you have some words about Bama being number four. Number five was Ohio State, and number six, Wisconsin. So those are the first two out. Uh, what What are your thoughts here? I know. Okay. So are you happy with Bama but, being four or no? no? I'm pissed actually so i want to first start by saying the fact that usc is not ranked over wisconsin doesn't make sense to me wisconsin had a better resume you could argue than both ohio state and alabama did they end up with one loss or two though two two usc yes okay but they won their conference they were playing really really well at the end of the year um i i don't get the disrespect towards usc at all it made zero sense to me holy cow i'm gonna fucking choke get it <coughs> Woo! 
little burp. Brandon just yacked in the studio. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, let's talk about it. So everybody keeps giving me the eye test. The eye test. Bama's definitely better. They only have one loss. Iowa or Ohio State lost to Iowa by thirty. Here's what I say. First off, make an argument for Ohio State, and then make an argument for Bama. Right. Do not use the other team's resume against them. So just try give me an argument for Bamba. Uh, we didn't win our division. Mm-hmm. We didn't win our conference. Uh, we beat our best win was LSU, who lost to Troy. Uh, we beat one other top twenty-five team, Mississippi State, who lost four games. Mm-hmm. That that's their whole yeah, resume. You're right. Okay, Ohio State. Yes, we we got beat by we got killed by Iowa. We lost to Oklahoma on our home turf. Um, who's and number, that was a fairly close game, right? Uh, or it no? was at the beginning. Oklahoma kind of pulled away in okay. the fourth quarter. Okay. Uh, we beat Penn State and Wisconsin, two top ten teams. We beat mm-hmm. Michigan State, who's higher ranked than LSU. Anyways, I'm not going to talk about Bama's resume. Sorry. So we beat three top 15 teams. And Michigan. Michigan and was Michigan, ranked at the time. Michigan was ranked at the time, but I always go off what the current rankings are. Okay. But a good Michigan program. Uh, we won our conference. Uh, we won our uh, division as well. So we have two top ten wins, three top fifteen, a conference, a division championship, a conference championship. Um, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't. We had a we had a tougher strength of schedule. We're the only team in the nation with a top ten offense and a top ten defense against a tougher schedule than Bama. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, the, I don't understand the argument. People keep giving me the eye test. Bama looked better. Yeah, Bama also played a weaker schedule. They should. Mm-hmm. Also, if they looked so much better, why isn't their offense and defense ranked in the top ten like Ohio State against lesser competition? Yeah, I not couldn't to agree mention, more. Not to mention that statistically, the Big Ten is the best conference this year, and the SEC is ranked fourth. So the third best team in the fourth best conference made the playoff over the best team in the best conference. That makes no sense to me. I yeah. get they lost to Iowa by 31. That's a horrible loss. They shouldn't have lost to Iowa. I get it. Mm-hmm. But they did. But that's not a reason to hold them out. Here's my the, whole the, thing. The, the quality and the wins should outweigh that's exactly it. the loss. If you look straight at their wins, don't count their losses. But if you look, if you compare both wins, Ohio State has better wins, period. Oh, yeah. Period. Three of them. Three yeah. better than anything Alabama yeah. has. Yeah. Bama s- simply got in, in my mind, because... SEC what they've bias, done over the last few years. And they are just Bama, and the committee and the SEC, doesn't want to keep a Bama out. And the SEC is hor- it's, it's terrible this year. It's so bad. Oh, we got two teams in the playoffs, though. Great. You shouldn't have. The SEC is still bad. They have three good teams. Three. They yeah. have Auburn, Bama, and uh, Georgia. That's it. Those are your three best teams. Yeah. Outside of that, it's a lot heavy. of very bad teams. Mm-hmm. Missouri won like seven games and the last, like, four or five in the SEC, they got beat by, like, the ninth-best Big Ten team, Purdue, by 30 at home. Mm-hmm. So don't give me this shit about how great the SEC is because it's bullshit. Brandon's passionate about this. It, I like it. Makes it makes no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes absolutely no sense. Big Ten went 2-0 against the SEC, by the way, this year. Just another little, little mic drop. side note. Little, little mic drop? It, it's just stupid. 
Okay. They, they, they got in with absolutely no resume. Uh, and what what what's really what really drives me crazy is the committee every week makes up their own narrative that fits whatever they have. Mm-hmm. There's no consistency. It's all hypocritical. They said last before the conference championships, they said five through nine were razor thin. There was basically no margin between them. Okay, so then Ohio State beats the fourth best team in the country, and that's not enough to jump them over a team that had a razor thin margin ahead of them. Yeah, that's just fucking hypocritical. Yeah, that, like that makes no sense. How do you beat a top five team? Alabama sits there and watches that, and you still say, "Yeah, Alabama's going it over." Yeah. It it always seems, and I know that the committee says that they erase everything from the week before and start fresh with the rankings. Yeah. But it always seems like you know you you know what should happen, and then the very end, the very the last ranking, they throw a curveball in, oh, yeah, to like a shock and awe factor. It's yeah. just annoying. It and and they should honestly stop doing the rankings until the last every week, week yet. Yeah. Because that's what screws them. That's what makes them look like idiots. I totally agree, but that's not going to happen because ESPN oh, yeah. has a play in it, and oh, yeah. no. it's all about money. It's about having the show. But that's what makes the committee look stupid. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, so, first of all, we'll, I'll, we'll, let's get into expansion talk a little bit after this, but uh, who do you like in these matchups and for the championship? So, everybody and their mom is going to take Bama over Clemson. So, for really? that reason, yeah, they're favored. Uh, and, and that's another See, argument. See, I would, I would that's say. That's another argument I want to talk about. So, I kept hearing quote unquote experts say, well, who would be favored, Alabama or Ohio State? That's not what the fucking favorite means. Uh, <clears throat> Vegas doesn't pick who they think is going to win the game, they pick where's the money going to go. The Money the 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 favorites the point spread is not about oh we think Bama's five and a half points better than Ohio State no we think this is where people are gonna put a little bit money over here and a little bit money over here and if they take this side then we can make money here it's just about money it's yeah. not about who we think's better so that's another argument I heard so and that's just idiotic <laughs> anyways I love it Bama's the betting favorite everybody's gonna be like oh Nick Saban. They're gonna be like, dis- they're gonna feel disrespected by the national media. Blah blah blah. Clemson's gonna win that game, and then Oklahoma Georgia. That that game's honestly gonna be a blast to watch. Those yeah. are two really good football teams. See, me personally, I think Oklahoma out of all the conference championship games, I thought they looked the best. Yeah, I think they also played the worst opponent. TCU was uh, okay. Overrated. That's fair. That's fair. But, but I but I I do agree they looked the best. I like Oklahoma over Georgia, and then mm-hmm. I like Oklahoma over Clemson. That's I that's probably I don't want to say that's exactly what I'll pick, but it's close. I think Oklahoma wins the national championship. Uh, I do think Clemson Bama will be a good game. Oh yeah, no, um, I think it'll be competitive. I, I don't know who I would pick off the cuff. Uh, I'll probably pick Clemson too. Honestly, I think it'll be a really good game. Do the experts say that it's going to be close at least? Yeah, they think it'll be close, but they think Bama is gonna wins. Pull it out. Okay, okay. Well, either way, I think Oklahoma looks like the best team right now. Um, they have the best quarterback out of that that group. They do. So when in best doubt, take the player best in the country, probably yeah, right. Going to win the Heisman. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about expansion. Then we'll get into Heisman finalists. Um, I know we say this every year, but do you think this will spark the argument for an eighteen playoff or sixteen playoff? Just I don't know. I a think, little expansion. I think honestly, it hurts it a little bit more. We're arguing over. Two two lost teams yeah. versus a one lost non conference champion. So then you start thinking about the quality of it. 
Um, I get it. Put the five the five power conference winners in two at large bids, and then maybe give one to a non power five like school a like a UCF. Yep. Um, I don't see it. I I just think that that would take even more of the drama out. And like, do we really want to argue over who's number eight? Yeah. You know, like, well, here's my brother made a good point to me when I we talked about this uh, a while ago. Uh, he said he said that if you expand it, then it takes some. Um, of the luster out of the regular season, which, a bit. which it kind of does. But I just think it would be more fun to watch a March Madnessy type tournament in yeah, the end. But the only I, I get like the FCS does like a 32 team playoff. I get that. But one of the things that's so cool about March Madness is basketball Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. That's the best weekend. Yeah. Football, you have to wait minimum a week in between each totally game. totally and then injuries and stuff. right and then if you're adding four more games or two more three or whatever however many games uh-huh. to this uh, then you have to start where well by the championship is it just going to be whoever is the least hurt that wins that's so, fair so that's i mean it, it, it's hard to uh, there's just a the quality i think suffers when you keep adding more and more okay all right i just think i I'd like to at least give like a UCF a shot. Yeah, no, who knows? I, maybe yeah. they make some noise, and then maybe they—I don't want to say win a championship, but maybe they make a run and prove everybody wrong that they deserve to be in a playoff. It'd just be cool to see. It's hypothetical, but uh, I personally would like to see an 18 playoff. I think that'd be really cool. Um, all right, let's move on to. Did you have something else? Sorry. Nope, nope. Okay. Uh, the Heisman finalists have been announced. Um, only three people got invited. It was Oklahoma quarterback Baker Mayfield. He had 4,340 passing yards, 41 touchdowns, five interceptions, uh, 310 rushing yards, and five rushing touchdowns. We also have Stanford running back Bryce Love. He had 237 carries. 1,973 rushing yards, 17 touchdowns, and Louisville quarterback Lamar Jackson, 3,489 passing yards, 25 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 1,443 rushing yards, and 17 rushing touchdowns. So those are the stats for the top three. Um, So... It's not. I personally don't think it's really an argument. Baker Mayfield is going to take home the Heisman. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, so really, the question is: Did anybody get snubbed of an invitation? I think Barkley. Yeah, Saquon Barkley. I think invited. at least could have got invited, right? Yeah, I, I never understand why they don't invite more people. Yeah, I mean, even if that you know they're not going to win, let them have the experience of going. exactly. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of another person that would have been worthy. Of an invite, and I, I I can't come up with anything off the top of my head. Okay, it is time. It is for our draft dogs segment. Um, all right, so we're gonna have a little fun here. Are you ready uh, for this? I guess <laughs> I can barely talk. I feel like I'm talking like Batman already. All right, well you don't have to do the whole thing because it's a little long. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but that's the point. It's a little punishment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, this week's draft dog segment, we're going to pick the best Heisman winners in light of the 2017 Heisman finalists being announced. First things first, Brandon, I think you took the second L okay. of the draft say, segment. I don't know if Rush is interfering or Trey's bots are out there, uh, my but bots. this shit is rigged. 
There's no way I should be 0 and 2. Well, honestly, 0% chance I should be 0 Honestly, honest, all right, at least 1 and 1, right? Yes, I should at least minimum okay. be I 1 agree. and 1. I agree that you should have won maybe the M&M one. I personally I I think the, the DC. M&M. Yeah. yeah. I, I I think I think you're right. I think I should have won the M&M one. I thought you had a little bit better DC. I think but I it's think bullshit you're right. that I'm 0 and 2. But let me so looking at the polls, we leave it open for a week and it came down to both times. It was a tie, and then like on the last day, someone voted and like broke the tie at the very end. Yeah. So it was yeah. a little tense. Trey created a fucking fake oh. Twitter account. And voted. Yeah, yeah. I have I have like ten emails yeah. right now. <laughs> no, all right. So uh, yeah, but we have we're gonna start doing some punishments. I think it'll be funny. It'll it'll boost the uh, originality of the podcast. So this week. Last week we did uh, DC characters, yes, we so did. we're going to kind of bring it the back to the last on one. Piggyback off the last exactly. One. So I had an idea to write a monologue, me and or Terrence Winter, <laughs> yeah. uh, say, and then read it before. in the in the best Batman voice. I think this will be really funny. Um, so do you just want to do it, or we can try? All right. I'm excited to hear this. I, God, I'm trying to you think have of, the floor. I won't. I, I, I'm trying to think of like a good <laughs> Batman voice. Hello, is that good? Is that okay? This is the city. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah, you got it. What, what's a famous Batman quote? I can. I can. I need. I need to like visualize it. I'm not wearing hockey pads. I'm not wearing hockey pads. That's perfect. All right. You want me to? Do you want me to like look away so you don't, I don't give a shit? Zero percent <laughs> right, chance the, I read all of this. You have the but. floor. All right, well, if you're not going to read the whole thing, then choose a stopping point and say the last sentence because that brings it around to an amazing <laughs> Okay. <time. laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> you're going to laugh the whole right. time. It's going to be great. Let me tell you something. There's no nobility in poverty. I've been a rich man, and I've been a poor man, and I choose rich every fucking time. Because at least as a rich man, when I have to face my problems, I show up in the back of a limo wearing a $2,000 suit, not hockey pads, and a $40,000 gold fucking watch. Now, if anyone thinks I'm superficial or materialistic, go get a job at fucking McDonald's. (laughs) Because that's where you fucking belong. And I'm not saying I'm Batman. I'm just saying you haven't seen me and Batman together in the same room. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was good. I, I could My voice hurts too bad. Yeah, I know. Reading. It does hurt after a it while. Does. It, it takes does. a lot out of you. Oh my god, that was good. That was good. You took your punishment well. All right. Um, so should we tell the people what movie that's from, or should we make them guess? I, I think they should know. As are you entertained fans, they should. I know totally agree. That, that is Jordan Bell Thor. Yes, in the Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, uh. all right. Uh, so now that we've got that out of the way, taken care of, let's get into this week's draft dog. Should we break down what the punishment's going to be? Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you, uh, made, you came yeah, up with this. So, yeah. loser has to give, since we're doing Heisman candidates here, or Heisman winners, loser has to give a Heisman winning speech about the other person. So, if Trey wins, he has to give a Heisman speech as if I, Brandon Ogden, had won the Heisman award. So, I'm going to be like, I just want to thank my maker, <laughs> and I want to thank my mom, 
and I want to thank my girlfriend. You have to throw some fake tears. Yeah, yeah. But I have to. I'm if I we have to like think of something that like you would say. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. yeah, it'll be fun. All right, so that'll be the punishment for the loser of this one. Again, vote for who you think gets the Don't best Don't let me lineup. lose again. This is bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just saying, keep this train going. Keep it going. Uh, so we're doing Heisman winners. Uh, if you don't know the rules by now, basically, we're doing a draft. I'm going to go first this week. You went first la- yep. last week. That's right. Yep. It's a snake draft. So once a Heisman winner is picked, they're off the table, and then we're doing it snake. So I go, Brandon goes twice, then I go twice, blah, 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 all the way through. Um, again, once we're done, we'll put out a poll on social media, and we want you to vote on who picked the best lineup. Please vote. Share the poll. Tell your friends to listen to the podcast. Vote and share as well, and keep it going. Keep it going. The loser will have to endure the punishment that Brandon just talked about on the next podcast. And um, let's get right into this. So uh, I printed out all of the Heisman finalists. Yep. There's a lot, lot yeah. to choose from here. Um, let's just say you probably won't hear many names before like 1950. Yeah, I'm picking people I know. I'm definitely picking people I know. Um, all right, so first I have pick. I have the first pick. This is tough. I personally am going to go with who I think is the best college football player. Okay. It's hard. It's hard because yeah. for for football specifically, it's hard to pick right. like, like you have a to think of an overall era, player. A player, a position. And a position. And, yeah. But I think I have to go with this one. I am going to go 1988 running back, Oklahoma State, Barry Sanders. Okay. Now tell me, is that a stupid vote or I mean It's he, not stupid, but you left me my, my my two options that I wanted. Okay. And one of mine's gonna have an asterisk. I'm not sure if it'll really count. Bitch, I was gonna <laughs> get that one after. All right. Okay. So I am going with arguably the greatest college football player of all time, Tim Tebow. Oh, okay. Okay. And then the second one I did not foresee that. Uh the second one um is um We'll leave it to the judges to decide. But he's I, on this list. He's on the list, but there is an asterisk because the Heisman may have been stripped from him. I'm Fuck going, that. He was one of the best. I'm Fuck going that. Reggie Bush. All right, all right. Um, that's a good pick. Good pick. So I have two picks now. Um, I'm going to go. Let me find my quarterback who I want. Um, Ty Detmer. He's there. He's there, huh? Um, I'm gonna go Cam Newton. Is Cam that Newton? is that is that a crazy pick? I mean, it's it, it's so hard because with these yeah. like new era, like that's who we know, and you know. But and then I'm gonna go Archie Griffin, the first person to win two Heisman's. I like it. All right, that leaves me with uh. Money time, Johnny Manziel. Wow, really? Well, okay. little Johnny football. Remember, people, these are not NFL. Uh, because <laughs> you I have, sucked in the NFL. Because I have Tebow, Reggie Bush, and Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Those are uh, tough NFL players. Um, okay, Archie's gone. Let me cross him off. <laughs> is that is would that it be a dick were, move? Were you going to pick that one? No, probably, uh, maybe later. Would it be a dick move if I took like 1975 Archie Griffin? <laughs> made you split him. Yeah, that'd be a dick move. Yeah, okay, I won't do that. Okay. All right. Now let me think. All right, I'm gonna go uh, 1997, Mr. Michigan, Charles Woodson. God 
damn it. You pick my players. The only is he the only defensive player? No, there was some back in the day. Man. You're getting in my head. You're getting in my brain. <laughs> All right. Is it me now? It's you. Ah. You you're you're uh Chris Winky? You're stumble you're making me stumble here. I know you want Eric Crouch. How about the nineteen thirty five winner? Uh, Jay Berwinger. Ooh, I know who that is <laughs> off the top of my head. Oh, man. Um, I think I have to go Bo Jackson next. Bo. Bo knows. All right. Now I'm going to try and mix it up a little, but I'm going to have to look at the list here. Um... All right, I will go Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard. He threw up Hello, the Heisman. Heisman. He threw up the Heisman, and he's going to make it onto my list. Is that way too high to pick Desmond uh, Howard? Or? I, at this point, I don't know. Okay. Um, Where did Desmond go? I crossed him off already. All right, I'm going to go back-to-back running backs. See, I was, gonna, I was thinking about that, but, you know, I'm, my strategy here. I'm going to go... Mr. UT, Ricky Williams. Okay. Don't you do it. Don't pick the person I'm thinking of. You <laughs> I don't know who you're thinking of. I'm not going to say. I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, I picked talent over morality, and I'm going to go OJ Simpson. Wow. Not who I was thinking. The <laughs> juice is loose. <laughs> the juice is loose on Brandon's. All right, that's funny. All right, I am also going to go a running back now. I feel like this is weird because uh, quarterbacks are so yeah like like quarterbacks win like every time now. Like but we are picking running backs, and we're not picking. It's not like we're picking a team to go freaking win a game. I mean, I agree. I mean, every running back. Yeah. No, all right. So my next pick, Herschel, Herschel Walker. Walker. Now I have to think about it a little bit. Um, all right. Ignore the dead air, please. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to go Matt Leinart for the next one. Okay. One of the most underrated college quarterbacks of all time. All Boom. Right. I feel like this pick might make you mad. I'm going to go with uh, arguably the second greatest NFL wide receiver of all time, Tim Brown. Ooh, from okay. Notre Little Dame. ND, my man. See, I was thinking about taking him in place of Desmond Howard, but. Is it a toss-up or no? In it's, your it's eyes. It's close. It's close. Okay, okay, you, okay. You, you could argue either way. All right. Oh, boy. This is where it's it gets... Get, it's getting tough. This is where it gets a little, little, little tougher. All right, I'm going to go way, way, way back. Ooh. I'm going to go with the old ball coach, Steve Spurrier. Okay, wow. I like it. Um... Spurrier! <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You think visors are cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if I can pick uh one out of the old Let's see, let's see what I got. I feel like mine are all out of order and shit. Um Now 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 my now my uh years are all out of order. Hmm. Hate to see that happen. You do. 
Okay. I'm going to go. Man, this is getting tough. I know my last two picks are, so please don't. Do you? Don't don't take them. Okay. Um, YOLO, I'm going to go Roger Staubach. Damn it. <laughs> I wanted Roger, Captain America. Let's get this money, boys. Do I have one more, too? Yeah. Fuck. Well, and you actually have, yeah, and then you'll have another one. At the very end. Okay. Um. Would it be bad if I pick back-to-back-to-back quarterbacks? No, I don't think there's a wrong. Let's go Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. Put him on the board. All right. All right. I'm going Now I got to think of my last pick. I'm going to go with Eddie George. Eddie George. And since we are in the great state of Iowa, Niall Kinnick. Niall Kinnick. I was contemplating scooping him from you, but I was hoping he would last till my last pick. So the floor is yours. So you're gonna get you're gonna get the Iowa vote. Hey, I got. And we live in Iowa, so our followers are. I gotta do whatever I can. All right, I see how you play it. Fighting Uh, dirty. I like that. Um, I'm going to go. It's between two running backs. Let me hear them. Who are you between? It's Tony Dorsett one. I was gonna go Ernie Davis or Doak Walker. Oh yeah, okay. Doak Walker has a uh, award named after him. Ernie Davis has the movie. I'm a movie guy. I'm going Ernie Davis. All right. Should it have been Tony Dorsett? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's totally up to you. All right, so let's recap the teams here. Trey went with Barry Sanders, Cam Newton, Archie Griffin, Bo Jack, Desmond Howard, Herschel Walker, Matt Leiner, Roger Staubach, and Carson Palmer, and rounded it out with The Express. The Ernie Express. Davis. Yes. I went with Timmy Tebow, Reggie Bush, Johnny Money Manziel, <laughs> Charles Woodson, Ricky Williams, OJ the Juices Loose Simpson, Tim Brown, the old ball coach Steve Spurrier, Eddie George, and Niall Kinnick. All right. Well, um, so really the only like pick that you stole from me that I really, really wanted was Charles Woodson. I, thought, didn't I wanted want that Reggie versatility. Bush? Um, I, yeah, I mean, I thought he was going to stay on the board a little bit longer, but, uh, yeah, Reggie Bush would have been cool, but really the person that I really wanted to round out my versatility, Charles Wilson. So I liked the stallback pick at eight. That, one was, a good that one. was a gem, a little steal. Can't go wrong with Barry. Yeah. Um, so did you have a specific strategy? I wanted to try and mix it up, get a little versatility. It's hard because. When you when it comes down to it, Heisman it's, the majority is quarterback and running back. Right. So you you threw a receiver in there, you threw a defensive player in there, but it's mostly quarterbacks, running yep. backs. So there's no strategy. It's just who's the best. So correct. Um, again, please vote on who you think picked the best lineup, Trey Lesio, and yeah. keep this train rolling. And there's going to be a punishment next week. The loser will have to basically say a Heisman speech for the winner. Yes. So it'll be fun. Um, we're going to put a pull out, share it, go tell your friends to listen to the podcast, 
and then vote and then share it and keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. So that was fun. Um, that is the draft dog segment for this week. Um, again, look out for that poll. We are going to go right into music because last year we had a complete separate podcast specifically for this to break it down. So hopefully it doesn't take a whole hour to do this segment. We're going to try and keep it a little short and sweet. But um, Grammy nominations. Grammy noms. I liked them this year. They, they did. They, they showed some love to my, my, my type of music. Yeah. They music. Did. You know how uh, was it? The Oscars are so white. Was that yeah. last year? Yeah, yeah. It's like the Grammys tried to overcorrect. <laughs> Bad, pretty much. I mean, they showed a lot of love for hip hop and R and B. I'm a fan of that, so I loved it. Um, I personally think they got most of it right. Um, so yeah, we're gonna break down it. We're gonna break down what we cover. We like hip hop, R and B. You kind of like the country. I, I didn't. Like country, I didn't throw it in here. Um, I didn't know. I prefer if you, older country music. Anyway. Okay, there you go. So we're going to talk about what we like and what we're looking for in the Grammys. So uh, how shall we do this? Should I talk about a category and we kind of predict who will win? Should yeah, we read them that. all and then? Let's okay, do let's do that. All right, so the first one is the biggest one, one of the biggest ones, uh, record of the year. I personally don't know the difference between record and song of the year. So if yeah, you do that's... know... Call me out and uh, tell me on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Uh, so record of the year, we have Redbone by Childish Gambino, Despacito by Luis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee featuring Jay Biebs. Justin Bieber. So that's technically the remix, the Americanized version. So uh, fun fact there. The story of OJ by Jay-Z. I was surprised by this one, yeah. but I, I don't hate it. Humble by Kendrick Lamar and 24 Karat Magic in the Air. By Bruno Mars, so a uh, lot of yeah. lo- lot of is it's a stacked category. It's a big it really is. Um, Can I just say we're gonna read all of these? Yeah. obviously. But I was really surprised with the love for childish. Were you so, surprised by that? Yeah, I mean, I try. I, I see it in two ways. I personally, I I like the album. It didn't bl- take me away like yeah. like it did. Obviously, the Grammy committee, but I see the art in it, and I okay. see. It's it's different, and I see where they're coming from with the love. Uh, it, it personally was not my favorite. I think it made number five on my R and B list last year. Uh, but yeah, I see the love. I see the the critical acclaim for it. Gotcha. So that's where I come for it. All right, who you who who's got so, your vote for? Record? So are we doing what we think or what we think the Grammy? I feel like we have to predict. <laughs> yeah, what okay. do we think the Grammy? That's fair. We can predict. Um. I, w- we can say what we want and what we think too, if, sure. if we want. So, what I think, I think it probably will be Redbone. Honestly, okay. that might be a hot take. Uh, I maybe you pick the more poppy, popular pick in Twenty Four Karat Magic by Bruno. Um, what I want, obviously, I want Kendrick Lamar to win. I, I love the Jay Z song uh, "Story" by o- of OJ, but "Humble" Kendrick Lamar. Twenty Seventeen was Kendrick Lamar's year. Yeah. So I'd love to see Humble win, but I, I'm if I'm going to pick, I pick Redbone. Okay, and I would like to see Humble win as well. If I had to pick, I would actually go opposite. I'd go 24 Karat Magic. Uh, that's who you think will win. That's who I think will win. Okay, 
All right. Um, so moving on to album of the year. This in my mind is I'm I'm an album guy. Yeah. I I like to listen to a cohesive project. Uh, so this is my favorite category in music period. Um, so album of the year. Awaken My Love, Childish Gambino, 444 by Jay-Z, Damn by Kendrick Lamar, Melodrama by Lord, and 24 Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. And I believe 24 Karat Magic is literally only like nine or ten songs. So it it is good. It has some jams, uh, a lot of radio hits, uh, but it could be passed as an EP. That's how crazy it is. Like it, but so who I want to win. Obviously, I just said Kendrick Lamar. It's my. I'm not going to give away my my favorite album. It's one of my favorite <laughs> albums this year. But um, if I had to choose, this, it's tough. It's tough. Like I said, I like I, I think Redbone gets the record of the year. Maybe if if that's the case, then maybe they'll show love to Childish Gambino. But I think I think 24 Karat Magic has it you think so? just because of the pure hits. Like it has at yeah. least three singles. On the radio, I think at this time last year we were debating this with uh, who's Alan and Drake's. We were comparing: was it gonna were they gonna show love to like pure hip hop or were they gonna show love? Oh, was to, it like, Views? Yeah, I think Views was maybe on it. Ver- yeah, but it was versus some like other album that we were going back and forth on. It might have was it maybe J Cole's album? I don't know. There was I feel I like know. last year on a record or award show it was back and forth on are they gonna give it more to like the um, singles, like pop hits yeah, yeah. versus you know what we think is yeah you know the art rap. versus the commercialism. Right. That's basically the and argument. So that that's why I think uh, last year views mem- if you remember didn't do very well. No. Um, so I actually think four forty four is going to win this wow. category. I think Jay-Z, really, I think, they're going to show think, some love to hope. I think this was such kind of a I couldn't believe that got nominated. Yeah. That I think it got nominated for a reason. For a reason because it's going to win. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I like that. Um, so let's move on to song of the year, which basically is record of the year in my mind. Uh, there are different songs nominated. Record has more to do with like the whole collaboration, collaboration of it. Of okay, it. like the producing and right. okay, mixing okay. and all that. That's fair. That's fair. That that could be true. Uh, so song of the year we have Despacito, uh, four forty four by Jay Z, issues by Julia Michaels. Uh, the suicide song. I'm not going to even say hotline. suicide hotline song by Logic, which is very cool. Yes. I'll talk about that in a little bit. And that's what I like by Bruno Mars. I, I, that's what I like. I do like that song a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, it's crazy very, that JC and Bruno got two different songs nominated for record and then song. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. See, that's the thing. That's that's what's confusing yeah. because you would think the song for record would be the same as song, but right. who knows? Um, so if I had to choose. Again, I'm thinking they're going to give it to Bruno. I would like to see Logic win uh, just because of the message it sends yeah. and the lives it's saving. Um, I, I could see Logic winning, yeah. honestly. Uh, I just think that you, you have to go in the scope of mainstream music listeners. Right. And um, I think Bruno hits that. He gets kind of the hip-hop vibe, but he's still R&B. But at the same time, he's pop. He has a wide scope, yeah. but I personally would like to see logic win this, right. the message, the importance of the song. I think that deserves to win, but I give it to Bruno. If I, I actually think for all the reasons you just stated, I think logic will win really? this category. I think that'll be cool. I think because of 
what it means more sure. than just music, I think the Grammys are going to give, give that, that the a, nod. It's going to be really hard to say that's not. Song that's of true. The year. That's true. I hope I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Uh, so best new artist. This one is stacked too. Yeah, it is. This uh, this category always seems like it it's is just stacked. It is. Normally it has an artist that I've never heard of. Right. I've heard of all these yeah. artists though. So we have Alessia Cara, which I think she could have been nominated last year. Uh, she had the song that kind of empowered yeah. women, and it was really good. But she's nominated this year. We have Khalid. We have Lil Uzi Vert, Julia Michaels, and SZA. Um, this one's tough. I personally think SZA's going to win. Loved her album, Control. Um, if you haven't heard it, go check it out. It's v- outstanding. Um, I don't. The person that I throw out right away, just because I'm not the biggest fan of him, and it is what it is, I'm not a big trap rap fan, right. but Lil Uzi Vert, I don't think they're going to give it to him. Yeah. I think this comes down to Khalid and SZA, personally. And I went the opposite route. I took Khalid. I, I, think, okay. I think it's his year. Okay. That album is good as it hell. Is. And it Location is. is fire. And yeah. Young, Dumb, and Broke, fire. I could totally see that. I threw Pop in here because, you know, we like to listen to the radio, and Pop kind of wins on the radio. So I threw it in here. Let's just go ahead and give all of these to Ed Sheeran. <laughs> you think? I think so. See, when I first saw these nominations, um, it was saying that Ed Sheeran got snubbed. Maybe it was a snub for maybe more of the big categories like album of the year and record of the year, song of the year. Yeah. But um, so best pop solo performance, we have Love So Soft by Kelly Clarkson, Praying by Kesha, which Kesha used to be like the kind of poppy auto-tune yeah. Yeah. song. This song is deep as hell, and I, I really like this really? song. It's, it's, it's really good. It's a nice breath of f- fresh air, so that'd be cool to see her win. We have A Million Reasons by Lady Gaga, What About Us by Pink, love that song too, and then Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. And I think it goes to Ed Sheeran. That too. song controlled the, the charts and the, on the radio for a long time. I agree. Um, I could see Kesha winning just by her whole situation how she turned it around with this song i could maybe see that but i say shape of you by ed sheeran um we have pop best pop duo slash group performance with uh something just like this the chain smokers and coldplay despacito that's up for record and song of the year um thunder by imagine dragons really enjoy that song fun fact you and i saw them at mizzou our first homecoming um, before they really blew, blew up, right before, it was um, right, before. right before, yeah. Um, that song, um, it's time to begin. Yep. That song that just came out literally after we yep. saw them. So I thought it's always cool to see. And radioactive, I think was right. Yeah, yep, yep. So uh, really enjoy that song, Thunder, and then Feel It Still by Port- Portugal the Man. That's a very good song. It's on the radio all the time. Uh, and then Stay by Zed and Alessia Cara. I'm gonna go. Probably Despacito, just because um, of the love it's getting in the record and the song of the yeah. year. Um, if I had to choose who I th- want would want to win, like I just said, Imagine Dragons, I think that's a really good song. Right. Um, I, so I agree. I think Despacito wins, but I think I wouldn't be surprised if something just like this pulls an upset. Yeah, Chainsmokers are very and Coldplay and Coldplay that combo. I could definitely see it. Um, then we have Best Pop Vocal Album. Uh, Kaleidoscope EP by Coldplay, Lust for Life by Lionel Del Rey, uh, Evolved by Imagine Dragons, which before we go on, I think it's interesting how they moved from kind of a alternative rock 
group yeah. to now being nominated for a pop album. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, we have Rainbow by Kesha, Joanne by Lady Gaga, and Divide by Ed Sheeran. Um, I'm going to have to go Ed Sheeran again simply because the uh, Castle on the Hill and Shape of You, both songs blew up on the radio and on the charts. Um I could see them maybe giving a little art nod to Coldplay, but um, yeah, that's that's my pick. Ed Sheeran, agree. you agree? I'm with you. Okay, now we get into more of kind of what we cover and what we enjoy. Uh, R and B here. Uh, so best R and B performance. We have "Get You" by Daniel Caesar. We have "Distraction" by Kalani. "High" by Ledzy C. I've never heard of her or that person, or I don't know if it's a female or male. Um, that's what I like by Bruno Mars and The Weeknd by SZA. Um, I am going to go get you by Daniel Caesar. If you haven't heard this album, it'll hit you right in the feels. It is a great fucking album. Um, great voice. If you don't know who he is, um, did you see the Stephen Colbert? performance by chance the rapper the first world I problems so. yeah yeah he was the singer in it yep. very good album go check it out i think this takes it i'm gonna go with bruno in this one i think he's just he's nominated too many other times to not win some of okay. these individual smaller categories. ones that's fair that's fair uh so then we move to best r&b song uh, first began by PJ Morton, Location by Khal- Khalid, excuse me, Redbone by Childish Gambino, Supermodel by SZA, and That's What I Like by Bruno. I think it comes down to three here, Location, Redbone, and That's What I Like. I'm picking Redbone. I'm going to go Location. Location. It pulls the upset. All right, so upset over Bruno or upset over Childish? Well, it'd be an upset over both. Both, yeah. Uh, but probably more so I think I lean more towards Bruno. Bruno. Okay, that's fair. So you're going Khalid on that one. All right. So best urban contemporary album. This one might be the most stacked category in my mind. Um, I don't know if you know who Black is, but uh, Free Black. No. Um, Very, very dark, but very, very good album. Go check that one out if you haven't heard it. Uh, We have Free Black by Black. Uh, That's a six instead of the B. Interesting there. Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino, American Teen by Khalid, Control by SZA, and Starboy by The Weeknd. Um, that Starboy is, yeah, okay. Yeah, it, well, it's just kind of it weird. Came out last year. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's because like they, they, d- cut, they cut it off right? at like yeah. November. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I don't know. This is really, this is honestly probably the hardest category to choose. Um, I think it comes down to... Really, any of them except Black. I mean, Black, like I said, is a really good album. Go check it out. But Awaken My Love got love in the uh, bigger category. So I'm assuming that they'll probably give it to Childish Gambino. But don't sleep on Starboy because he has the pop power now, That's too. True. I'm going to agree with you on that one. I, I think Childish. Childish. That one. I, w- I wouldn't hate it if The Weeknd took it, though. I loved that album. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Um, then we have the best R&B album. Um, so the last one was urban contemporary. This one is R and B. Not so sure what the difference is um, when it comes to the category picking them, but uh, Freudian by Daniel Caesar. Like I said, great album. Check it out. Let Love Rule by that Ledzizi. Uh, Twenty Four Karat Magic by Bruno Mars. Gumbo by P J Morton and Feel the Real by Music Soul Child. Uh, 
I'm going Daniel Caesar on this one. I think okay. he gets the upset. Uh, I'm. This is more of the art over the pop, and I think Daniel Caesar takes it. Gotcha. I'm going Bruno. On Bruno. That. Yeah, I think again too many. Too much. To too much win. star power. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty. My favorite rap categories. Uh, best rap performance. We have Bounce Back by Big Sean. Bodak Yellow by Cardi B. 444 by Jay-Z, Humble by Kendrick Lamar, and Bad and Bougie by Migos featuring Lil Uzi Vert. Very stacked. A um, lot of kind of radio, what you would hear if you went to Chicago on the radio uh, type songs. Who do you think takes it here? I'm going to go Humble. I think Humble. Kendrick gets it. Okay. Do you think it comes down to Jay-Z and Kendrick? I think so. Okay. I think pretty much every category is going to be those two. Yeah. Okay, see. So here, here's where it gets interesting for me at least. So I think if you go kind of not poppy because we're talking about rap now, but based on charts and based on popularity and commercial success, I think you either give it to Bodak Yellow or Bad and Bougie. It's a toss-up between the two. Cardi B blew up. She was the first female artist to have a number one single without an album in – 20 years, I think the last one was Lauren Hill. Um, so that's outstanding. The song is kind of, it's kind of a hard song. It's like a trap song. Um, not sure the committee is really looking for that. Yeah. Same thing goes with Bad and Bougie. Um, but I think they give it to Kendrick Lamar on this one. I, I Like I said, I'm biased because I think the album was amazing, but uh, I think they give it to Humble. Um, I think if they give it, if they if they're going art side, I think it comes down to Jay Z right. and K, K Dot, um, and I think ultimately that's what the Grammys are looking for. So I'm going Kendrick on this one. The next category we have best rap song performance. We have Problems by Black. We have Crew by Gold Link. We have Family Feud by Jay Z featuring Beyonce. Loyalty by Kendrick Lamar featuring Rihanna and Love Galore by SZA featuring Travis Scott. This one's pretty pretty stacked too. Um, all these songs are really good. I think they're going to give it to Family Feud by Jay-Z Beyonce. I agree. And it's kind of weird. Beyonce is really not featured on the song. She has yeah. backup vocals. But this is my favorite song off of the album. Um, you can make an argument for 444, the song. Um, it's up to it, – those two are my favorites. But I love this song. It's it's awesome. Uh, love that album. Uh, so that will be an interesting one. So you're going, you're going Family Feud yep. as well? Yep. All right, all right. We uh, have similar tastes, my friend. So, best rap song. We have Bodak Yellow, again, by Cardi B. Chase Me by Danger Mouse, featuring Run the Jewels and Big Boy. This is the surprise of uh, this category. I think it was a song off of uh, Baby Driver, if I'm not mistaken, oh, the okay, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, it, it w- it's a cool song. It just didn't get the popularity in my eyes to get nominated for best rap song, but uh, who knows? Uh, then we have humble by Kendrick Lamar, sassy by Rhapsody and the story of OJ featuring Jay Z. I personally think it comes down to Kendrick and Jay Z again. Yep. I'm going to go humble. I think at this point I'm picking Ken- Kendrick to do a sweep of the Grammys. Um, so I'm going to give it humble. I've been split pretty much on Kendrick jay-z but i I do give the edge here to kendrick okay so i mean do you do you foresee it like they'll give one to jay-z one to kendrick 
one like I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I, I think I think it'll be pretty. Split. They'll they'll split and show them both love, or yeah, I think so. Or could you possibly I'd be see surprised like, if Jay Z gets swept? I'll say it that way. I, I okay. would say that I think Jay Z has a better chance to win more than sure. Kendrick. That's fair. That's fair. All right, and then best rap album we have 444 by Jay Z, Damn by Kendrick Lamar, Culture by Migos. Layla's Wisdom by Rhapsody and Scumfuck Flower Boy by Tyler the Creator. They label it as just Flower Boy, fun <laughs> fact. But um, what do you got here? I took uh, 444 to really? win Best Album. Okay. So I have to take it to so win you gotta Best take it here. Album. I'm going to go opposite with you. I'm going Damn by Kendrick Lamar. I think if we go commercial success, you give it to Migos. Um, don't sleep on Rhapsody, though. That's a really good album. Uh, and... Scumfuck Flower Boy. I think that's Tyler the Creator's best album. Okay. And I think it's cool that he got a nom here, but I don't see that winning here. Um, I don't know if you saw the other nominations here, but anything else really stand out to you? No, I didn't really look at them too closely. Yeah. Really, we talked about the biggest ones. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, let's start. So, my biggest thing, basically, basically because I'm a fan and because I'm a rap fan, but um, my question is, why was Logic nominated for Song of the Year, but he was left off all of the rap categories? Yeah, including was, Best Rap Song. Exactly. So that, yeah, so that weird to me, right? To me. Unless if they're talking about it more as, more as a, like pop, a song? pop song. That's fair. But then why wouldn't it be for pop song? So, yeah, I don't know. That, I, didn't, I didn't get that. That does seem odd to me. Sometimes it's weird to see the individual categories versus the main categories exactly. and what they do, stuff like that. So I don't get it. Yeah, it's hard. I, I don't know. I uh, to me, I mean, I, I like Logic a lot, and I enjoyed the album. I don't think it was a Grammy-worthy album. Okay. Um, I do think the Suicide Hotline was definitely a Grammy-worthy song. Sure. Um, but the re- as far as the rest of the album, I don't it know if I it would It could have easily in. gone in for that uh, Danger Mouse song, though, right? Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. I, I think you're right about the song yeah. getting snubbed. Yeah. yeah. So you don't think the album, though, it's more so the song? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um. Really, in my mind, the Grammys got most of these nominations right. Like in the eye of hip hop and the eye of R and B, a lot of times they don't see what we see. Like we right. we like the art. We like basically it comes down to I remember when Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar lost to Macklemore, and that was just bullshit in my mind because. Good Kid, Mad City is a clear-cut classic. Um, so really it comes down to that. But this year they are moving in the right direction. They're getting it right. They even threw up two rap albums that deserve to get love in the overall best album category. So I thought that was cool. Um, uh, yeah, so last question for the Grammys. Who do you want to see perform? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah. I I got to wonder if M's going to perform. Ooh, that would be cool to promote the new album. Yeah. Uh, that that surpri- would wouldn't surprise me. I definitely think Logic will do 1800. I agree. Uh, I, think I think Kendrick performs. I, I he think, always puts on a show. Yeah, I think even I wouldn't be surprised if Jay-Z with all the love that you know they're what? showing him. Now that you say that, I could see Jay-Z and Beyoncé doing something right. together. Right. That would be that'd be cool cuz they always like to throw in like iconic moments right. and that would be that would be special. Um, yeah. So that's who you see. Um, yeah. I, I think it'd be cool to see that Daniel Caesar. I think he is on the cusp of blowing up, and I think a Grammy performance yeah. could do that. So uh, I think it would be cool 
if that happened. I think you'll see like an Ed Sheeran, and you'll see a Bruno Mars. You'll yeah. see the obvious ones, but uh, that'll that'll be interesting. So uh, let's get into this uh, this news. We're we're not going to spend a ton of time on it because we're going to break down the album itself when it comes out, and we've talked about it. We beat it to death um, already, but it's finally official after all the fucking around, the ambiguity. Eminem's album is officially confirmed. Um, hold up really quick. So Dr. Dre posted this on Twitter, making it officially official. Hello again, this is Trevor for Revival. You spent the last few weeks hearing about Revival and how you could treat moderate to severe atroxithymus. Well, today I have great news for all of you suffering from AR. You see, Revival isn't a medication at all. Revival is the name of the new album from Eminem, and it's coming out December 15th. On behalf of everyone who took part in the Revival campaign, thank you. Don't worry, you won't be seeing us again. If you happen to run into me out on the street, please don't ask me anything about the album. Em told me he likes to keep people guessing. <laughs> Just kidding, I don't know shit. I've never met Eminem. Revival, December 15th. Use as directed. Alright, so uh, very interesting... Interesting video there. Yeah. I'm surprised that Dre posted it. That yeah. that's probably the most surprising thing. Um, so we know it's December fifteenth, and now we have a track list that uh, was just revealed yesterday, maybe the day before. Very interesting. A lot of polarizing opinions on this, and we'll we'll break that down. Uh, let me read it to you. So uh, we have eight features. One being a rap feature. So. The the album starts off with Walk on Water featuring Beyonce, what we've already heard. I personally am a huge fan of this song. I thought it's deep. I like it a lot. Uh, number two, Believe. Number three, say it for me. Chloroseptic. Chloroseptic uh, featuring Fresher, which is the only rap feature. Very interesting. We'll break it down. Let me keep going. Number four, Untouchable. Number five, River featuring Ed Sheeran. Very interesting. Number six, remind me the intro. And then number seven, remind me. Uh, number eight, revival. It's an interlude. Number nine, like home featuring Alicia Keys. Number 10, bad husband featuring the ex ambassadors. He has collabed with them on the deluxe version of Marshall Mathers LP2. Wicked Ways. Wicked Ways. Uh, that's a, that was a pretty cool song. Number 11, tragic endings featuring Skylar Gray. Uh, we speculated that she would be on the album and it, that was fairly obvious. I fairly think. obvious. Um, she is on it. Number 12, framed. Number 13, nowhere or now here fast, however you want to say it. Uh, featuring Kalani. Number 14, heat. Number 15, offended. Number 16, need me featuring pink. Number 17, In Your Head. Number 18, Castle. And number 19, Arose. So we have 19 songs, which that is the cool thing. Yes. Um, quantity after waiting four years is definitely a cool thing. Um, a lot of these rappers come out after ten after years of waiting and give us like 10 songs. We get 19 songs, so that's a really cool thing. Um, one rap feature, eight features overall. Most of them are kind of poppy. Um, 
basically, first, first of all, let me just right off the cuff, and then we'll break it down further. What's your what what's your favorite feature just off looking at the track list? Uh, I think the Alicia Keys one is kind of fascinating. Agreed. I, mean, I think she's got that unique voice, and they can yeah. do something cool about that. And Like Home gives it like it's going to be a pretty deep one. Yeah. Um, uh, let me just say, I was surprised that there was no Rihanna feature. Yeah. That one, that really if he's going to go me. pop, he, yeah. you would have thought he went thought for sure he Rihanna. Went Rihanna. But the Ed Sheeran one is pretty interesting. That's the too. most intriguing one yeah. in my mind. Um, all right. So that one kind of reminds me of when he did it with uh, Nate Russ, the lead okay. singer of Fun okay. for Headlights. That's Okay, so you're, you're expecting that type of vibe a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I could see something like that. Okay. Okay, so let's let's we have a few bullet point questions here that I want to get into before we move on. So a lot of people are hating on this track list and judging the album strictly off this track list. Uh, so stupid. I, I I agree. I mean, it pisses me off because. And let me just say this: I love DJ Booth. It's my favorite uh, rap publication. But right away, the guy who wrote the brief and just basically told everybody that the track list is out. The sub headline was, I couldn't be less excited. So I guarantee you that when they're going to come out with their one listen review, it'll be bad. Just based off the, like right away you're going in thinking it's going to be bad off the fucking track list. And then people are going to form their opinions on this. And it's it's just, it pisses me off. And I won't lie to you. When I first saw this track list, I'm like, I'm I'm scared a little bit. There's not a lot of rap features. The only one is a person I have to look up. All the other ones are pop. Like I I understand people's skepticism, but look into it a little bit more. Like look into the tracklist names. It has the potential to be like a deep album. Like I w- if if we got a whole album, not a whole album, but the the major theme of the album being like what we heard on Walk on Water. I would be happy with that. I yeah. thought it was deep. Yeah. I think if if he goes that route, I think it'll it should be received as 444. I think you'll if we get that vibe, that will be a more mature Eminem. That will be something different that we haven't gotten, and I think that should get some love. Um, but if you just look ju- just at the features. You were probably if you're just looking for features, you were hoping probably for a Kendrick Lamar. We heard about the two chains feature. You were probably hoping for that. Yeah, you're, ho- you know, yeah, like a Royce the five nine. You're hoping for something like that, but instead we get these pop features. So I can see how the the casual also, stand right. would be like, okay, I'm a little nervous. It was also pretty famous too for doing like. A deluxe version. I agree. So they could come out on a you know an extra four yeah. or five songs. That was going to be one of my questions. Do you think like a two chain song shows yeah. up in the deluxe? And Who knows? Also famous for doing like a untracked song. You yeah, know, for like recovery. A, hid, did a hidden song. A hidden song. Right. Yeah. So so I wouldn't be surprised if he sneaks another rap. That'd be in that'd there. be cool. That'd be cool. But I have to say, if he does that, I'd rather see like a Kendrick Lamar personally. Yeah. Um yeah, so um, basically, do, what what's your level of excitement for this album after seeing this track list? Did it alter it, it in any way? You're still you're still super excited. Yeah, I'm still super excited. I, I I don't ever get too high or too low on a track list. Honestly, um, it is what it is. You're not gonna be able to take much away from a track list sure. other than who's gonna be on the album. Okay, that's fair. 
Um, so Eminem said in an interview with Elton John for Interview Magazine, he said, quote, you know how it is. You make songs, and as you make the new ones, the old ones get old, and you throw them out. The album is called Revival. It's a reflection of where I'm at right now. But also, I feel like what I tried to do was diversify. I've tried to make a little something for everyone. So what do you think of this quote? Um, is that a good sign? What do you think? Yeah, I think that's um, I think that's pretty standard. Okay. Um, See, not, nothing surprises me. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, what what else is he going to do? Is he? It's not like he's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to come out and do a bunch of psycho fucking Slim yeah. Shady shit uh-huh. now. It's not who he is, so it's hard to, uh, you know, portray that for yeah. a full album. See, I think this quote is very, I don't want to say important. It could, depending on what we get from this album, I think it could be important. Um, the the phrase that publications like to throw around with Eminem right now, if you are thinking that Eminem has fallen off, is he's in the creative no man's land, and they think with these features, it's a reach for radio, and I I could see that. If if you're not an Eminem fan and you're just seeing like okay he's on the downward slope, um, I could see with these features that yeah you may think that, but it it has I personally think it has two routes to go. It could go the radio route. It's a ploy to get radio hits. It's a ploy to sell records. But I think it could go the other way, which I hope and I. And praying that it happens this way, I could see more of an emotional album, a deep album, a more mature side of Eminem. Um, and he's just using these big name artists, these pop artists, to maybe do a hook, maybe get pull some emotion from them. So that's what I'm hoping with these features. I could be totally wrong. I, we could get a mishmash pop single type album and... I don't want to say I'd be disappointed with that, but I'd be a little disappointed with that. Um, so, yeah. But um, he also said in the same interview that uh, he made close to 50 songs in preparation for the album. I just think that's insane. Yeah, you know, that much unreleased Eminem music is out there. Yeah. Um, so who knows? But uh, also, here's another thing that we can speculate a little bit. So on Instagram, Eminem posted a video of Revival Art throughout Detroit. And I know you don't have Instagram, but I'll kind of explain it to you. So uh, it, a lot of it incorporated like the American flag. And um, I think it had kind of background music to walk on water. Um, so my question here is it, it, it was basically a video and it showed these buildings and it had American flags and it had revival and it had all this shit. Um, so do you think this means something? Do you think this hints at a theme or do you think it's just like a nod to Pearl Harbor? Um, some people are speculating at the very end of the album, he shows like a square building and it's full up and it says revival. It has the American flag. People think that may be the album cover. So if that's the case, that throws a whole wrench into the things. Like, is this going to be a political album? Like it's weird. It, there's a lot you can, um, speculate and there's a lot you can pick apart here um, I know you haven't seen it maybe you're looking it up right now I'm trying to find but it. if that's the case do you think that that changes your perception of what we might get or without what? saying I don't know it's hard yeah it's hard to speculate without seeing, seeing it any that's it. fair um, I, but I mean I think for sure he's gonna have 
political points throughout the album. Okay. Uh, he's not I mean after what he did at the for the BET awards. Definitely. You can't just not speak on it yeah. again, you know. So. I think you have we're, we're, I think you have to get at least another Trump name drop. Oh, 100%. right. Like and and then it, it makes me wonder though wait, if 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 that is the album cover that makes me think it's going to be even more deep and it's going to be maybe politically charged, which makes me even more excited for the album. So here's what I'm saying. And this is, uh, are you talking about this one? Yes. Yeah. So it could be a reach. It could be a reach, but let's say that you look at this track list, you're pissed off at the features. You wanted more rap. You got more pop. Um, and you're, you're kind of, you're skeptical about this album. Then you look at, you, you, you already got Walk on Water, which you know is emotional. You know it kind of has some self-doubt, self-awareness. It's kind of humanizing Eminem a little bit. And it doesn't have drums. It, it's a very emotional song. And then you get this potential album cover. I think that puts a whole new spin on it and gives it new life where if you're like, oh my God, this track list sucks, that you never know. It may it may take a different turn than what you think. So that's just, it's total speculation, but that's just what I think. Do you think it could have any connection to today was Pearl Harbor? I would doubt it. I would too. It's yeah. just so weird to me. Yeah, it doesn't seem like something... Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, we'll find out next fucking week. I cannot fucking wait. It's going to be a great day. Star, Star Wars, Wars and Eminem. Yes, sir. Oh, man. What a fucking time to be alive. I love it. Um, also, with the, the, you may, this may be news to you. Uh, he also announced with that Instagram post that a pre-order will go up tonight and a new song will be coming out tonight. Um, so like Tonight, tonight? Yep, midnight tonight. So uh, my question is, which one? Do you think it we'll will be? be. surprised. My, I think my, it has to be the Ed Sheeran in one. You think so? My guess would be it's either I would if I'll go pink. pink okay, pink or Skylar Gray. Pink or Skylar Gray. I, I think the Sheeran. It one, will be a featured it. one though. I correct. Think so. I think so too. Um, who knows? Hopefully we'll be wrong and we'll get something fucking crazy. Who knows? Uh, we already kind of talked about uh, the two change feature. He was actually pissed about it. So on his Instagram. He tweeted out the track list and he put the kind of pissed off emoji, which I thought was interesting. Um, it's speculated and rumored that he was supposed to be on the, what's the weird one with Fresher again? Chloroseptic. Is that, I saw that right. Yeah. It was uh, rumored that he was supposed to be on that song. He expressed his frustrations on Instagram, which I thought it, you don't see that from rappers. So I thought that was, that was interesting. Brandon's looking it up because he doesn't have an Instagram. You need to get an Instagram, uh, brother. Whatever. I <laughs> know. Oh, I'm just busting you. Um, uh, so next up is um, we've talked about the 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 features, but why do you think that Eminem decided to go the pop route with the features instead of a rap feature or two? Like I said, I, I still think there will be rap. Rappy rap. I, I no, I think there'll still be rap features. I just don't think maybe he maybe it's them. hidden. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I don't know. I just, I mean, some of it's not surprising. Pink's not surprising. Yeah. Uh, Skylar Gray was very not surprising. Uh huh. Um, Ex Ambassadors, I guess you could say, it wasn't very surprising. I yeah, it's, they've done take. it before. Right. So, I mean, 
if you look at all of his albums, he has a lot of songs with poppy people where they just do a hook for him. I, I mean, agree. That's, yeah. That's probably what we'll get. Yeah, that's what it is. So I don't know why people are that. There's a lot of fucking hate. There is a lot of hate. Eminem is a polarizing artist, so I get it, but there's a lot of fucking hate. Um, All right, we're going to move through this one a little bit. So last question for the Eminem album. Why do you think he decided to go with an up-and-coming? Last time I checked, he had 4,000 followers, which is unbelievable for a, a rapper of that caliber to be on an Eminem album. But why do you think he decided to go with Fresher instead of these new Shady Records signees like West Side Gun, Conway, and Boogie? I don't know. When that's, he had them at his right. disposal. That's a, that's a good question. He must have heard something that he really, really liked yeah. and wanted to give the, the young buck a chance. I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. It is. it is. I mean, he could have gone Kendrick Lamar. He could have right. gone, you know. Big it's, Sean even. Big Sean. Exa- Royce. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get it. Hopefully, we'll understand after this album drops. Um, so it'll be interesting. We only have about a week to wait. Um, so these two bullet points, let's move through them quickly. Uh, in a Tumblr post, Frank Ocean wrote, Well, I made the album before 30. I just ain't put that bitch out yet. Quotes from an interview that I haven't given. Uh, so is it fair to say that this means Frank is sitting on a new album? It sure sounds that way. I fucking hope we get it. When do you think he'll release it? Do you think it'll be next year? I would say probably beginning of next year. Really? Yeah. Okay. Man, the way that man works, I wouldn't doubt that he waits like five years and puts yeah, that shit out. True. Insane. Uh, but, man, Blonde was incredible. Blonde I was hope. Pretty good. I hope he puts this out, and I hope it's insane. Um, Jay-Z told the New York Times a joint album with Beyonce may exist. He said, we were using our art almost like a therapy session, and we started making music together. And then the music she was making at that time was further along, so her album came out as opposed to the joint album that we were working on. Uh, we still have a lot of that music. So I think it, I, obviously, I, I think there's a video that goes with this interview. Yeah. I just saw the interview like online. And I think he kind of says it like off the cuff, like he doesn't make a point. It's just like a thrown away point. So, um, did he just reveal that they may have a pop or a joint album? I mean, first mar- of all, would you like this? Well, they're married, so like I wouldn't expect them to not have one. Yeah, like of course they make music together, even if they don't release it. Uh-huh. So, I, would I'm you be excited about this? Oh hell yeah, of course. Those are this two, shit would be people insane in the whole world. I mean, it would be bigger than Watch a Throne. It'd be bigger than What a Time to Be Alive in my mind. No, I, I right? Think so yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and then I kind of want to talk about this song. It's kind of going around. I kind of want to wait because I'd like to go deeper on this okay. one. Okay. All right. If that's okay. That's totally fine. Uh, we were going to talk about Joyner Lucas's song, I'm Not Racist. Uh, we're already an hour and 30 fucking minutes into this. Yeah. So uh, we're going to move along into movies, TV. We'll keep that for the next podcast. Uh, so movies and TV. Quickly, we don't have to spend time into it because there's not a lot to talk about. Yeah. But this just broke today. A rumor, Ben Affleck is going to be recasted as Batman. Variety posted it and said that uh, Matt Reeves, the director of the Batman standalone, basically said that he is going to appear in the Flashpoint Flash standalone movie, and then they're going to recast Batman in the standalone. So basically, DC is fucked. And another... No words. No words. words. That's... It's so stupid. So stupid. But guess who said that they want to play and this is also a rumor John Ham 
John Hamm would be a good choice. That would be insane, right? Be a good choice. <laughs> That'd be cool. Still, that's still fucking terrible. Yeah, it's terrible, and that's really all we can say about it. It's terrible. Oh, um, so really, the main point of the movies is uh, the Avengers trailer. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, it was a dope ass trailer. It was dope. I got hyped. It was fucking hyped, dude. It was so and- cool. It was so cool when uh, Thor's like. Who the hell are you guys? Yeah, and the Guardians, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that was dope. Hell yeah, I, I'm I'm very excited for this. Yeah, that movie got me. I'm ready to go. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna be sick. So let's let's break it down a little bit. Um, I'll just I there's a bunch of bullet points that um I have, and we'll just kind of break it down. So uh, it's kind of in chronological order with the trailer. Right. So uh, was that Vision as a real person with Scarlet Witch? It looked like it. I think so too. I right? Thought so. Yeah. Interesting there. Um, that would be kind of yeah. weird and cool. Um, what do you think made the hair on Spider-Man's arm stand up? Do you think it was related to Thanos? Well, yeah, it, looked it had like, the little like it looked like circle. Thanos was starting to enter like the, the world, the world. Like, okay, yeah, Earth. Okay. Um, what did you think of Spidey's new like armor suit? I thought that was so badass. Yeah, I was, think they give it to. Have you not seen Spider Man? I did. I've watched it. So, I watched it the other oh, night. Oh yeah, you bought it. I you did. bought I it. Watched so, it. It was it, fucking good. It was, yes, very good. Um, so is, I'm pretty sure that's the suit it they looked, give him in the end. It, right? I think it was pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be dope. Yeah, he look. He, there's a lot of potential with that oh, yeah. Spider Man dude. Absolutely. I'm telling you, I'm excited to see him. Uh, what did you think of the bearded Captain America? Yeah. Revealed by Black Panther. Bearded M. Bearded M. Bearded <laughs> Captain America. Very cool. Um here this is the most intriguing part of this trailer yep. in my mind. Thanos. So Marvel wants him to be the Darth Vader of this generation. Do you think he will live up to the ultimate villain? I think in this movie he's just gonna dominate the hell out of all of the Avengers and they're gonna basically force him to be like that. Uh it'll be interesting. Josh Borland's pretty good. Uh I I could see him pulling it off. Definitely. Um and it's already so here here's kind of the kicker. So Thanos is supposed to appear in the next Avengers movie. Right. Which leads you to believe he's that gonna kick their ass. he's going to kick their ass. Some heroes may die. I personally think some heroes may think die. So? I think some big heroes may die. I feel like Ant-Man's gone. You think Ant-Man's gone? I'm predicting a big one. Captain America. Captain America. I think I he goes bye-bye. I think Iron Man's too cool. He's too marketable. I think Iron Man, like they a, keep him. He's got like body shield. Yeah. It's basically can't die. Really, yeah. Right? I, I just, I don't know. That's my, that's my I bold prediction. Cat, I, I like that. I, I could definitely see that. Yeah. So I, I, do, is it fair to say you think some heroes will die? Yeah. I or think so. a hero, I, I think guess. So. Okay. Okay. Um, do you think Thanos will find all the infinity stones in this the Infinity War. I could see him like finding the last one at the very end. The very end. The ending. Um, the the little when he has the uh, the stone the thing. stones in his little knuckles thing, yeah. whatever. That shit was so dope. Yeah. Um. So I am not as Marvel a Marvel geek as like our resident superhero movie expert Jordan Bryson is, and uh, he could probably break it all down for you. But I saw this picture, this kind of chart that um, basically said where the Infinity Stone was first seen and who holds the Infinity Stone. Check it out. The one that is unknown is the soul. So it's like mind, soul, time, 
and all this other shit. And like time goes to Doctor Strange. Loki has one. Uh, the Nova Corps have one. And then the soul Infinity Stone is unknown. So maybe that's the one that Thanos is searching for. Right. You know? Mm. Very cool. I am curious to see how Doctor Strange plays. Yeah. In the I think he'll have a pivotal part. I haven't I seen so I haven't seen Doctor Strange, but I would assume he like it's I've from what I've heard from this movie, it's gonna be in different perspectives. And I think he will play a pivotal part in that. Like yeah. he'll take him to one and then you'll see Guardians of the Galaxy. Take him to another one. Then maybe they all meet up. That's how I predict the movie will go. Um, either way, it'll be cool. Uh, why do you? Th- Hawkeye was absent from this trailer. Do you yeah. think there's a significance there? Yeah, that or was kind of weird. I and I know. think was Ant Man in the trailer? Was he absent too? I think they there might have been one briefly. brief little time when he was tiny, and yeah. I think I did see him. But uh, I'm pretty sure yeah, Hawkeye, Hawkeye was, was absent. Yeah, I don't remember seeing it. Any any significance there? I don't anything? know. I, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, he's. He's kind of the forgotten Marvel he is. character, he is. really. He's the human one, basically. Right. Um, Thanos was kicking Iron Man's ass. Yeah. 100%. So, uh, I mean, we were taught, We just talked about uh, heroes dying. Is it any chance Iron Man goes bye-bye? I don't think Iron Man. I don't I, think I don't, so either. You can't kill Iron Man. You can't. He's the coolest one. Yeah, he's the leader. I agree. Well, Captain's probably the leader, but he's the one who he brought is. them all together. Yeah, like, totally, totally. Um, all right, so which character slash group of characters are you most excited to see? It's hard to go against Guardians. Guardians? It's just first time. Um, I, I do think Doctor Strange is going to be pretty cool, too, though. Yeah. I uh, still need to see that movie. That movie's okay. It it's, was kind of underwhelming. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you should, you should definitely check it out before. Oh, yeah. I'm, I really want to watch them in order. That yeah. That would be great. Probably take up a portion of my life, but. Got to do what you got to do. All right, so some people came at my life on Twitter, so I have to address this. Which trailer was better? Star Wars, Ooh. The Last Jedi, or Avengers Infinity War? Because um, some people were talking about it. I jumped in the conversation, and I said, love this trailer, thought it was dope, but I got way more hype for The Last Jedi when you it came so? out. I think it's fair to say, though, I believe, I could be wrong here, but I think this trailer for Avengers was technically the teaser. So we may get like another full-blown trailer where we get some plot points. Right. If I'm being partial and not taking in the fact that I'm a huge Star Wars fan. You're going to go Avengers. I think I think Avengers was cooler. Really? Yeah, I think Avengers oh. was cooler. Wow. Okay. See, I just think Avengers obviously, just showed more action, you know. Yeah. Though I think uh, so here here's what I think. I think that with the Avengers trailer, you get the whole mystique of it's the culmination of ten years of Aven- or of right. Marvel movies, and it's the leading up to it. Whereas the Star Wars movie, pers- on a personal level, it just got me fucking hyped because Kylo Ren extending the hand to uh, Ray and like allegedly, th- exactly. But the just oh my god, there's so many questions, and you're just so hyped. And it comes out in a week, and oh my god, I can't wait! Uh, yeah, oh my god, um, yeah, we'll have an unfiltered cinematic coming out in a week. Hell yeah, definitely. And and I know the Gotti movie comes out next week. I it might be a limited, it, one of those like limited releases, and then it eventually goes to bigger. We have to see that movie. It looks fucking one. dope. Um, but yeah, unfiltered cinematics next week. It might be. Uh, I don't want to like 
throw our our fans off, but like it might be a boring one because I'm assuming we're just gonna absolutely love it. Yeah, give it prob- tens. Yeah, probably. But either way, we'll try not to spoil it too we'll- much either. Uh, okay. All right. Maybe we'll wait a day to release that one or something. Yeah. We'll 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 do a special one for Star Wars. Yeah. All right. Um. Out of these two, I'll let you pick. It's been a long one, so I'll just briefly do the sec the these two. So Quentin Tarantino, he has an upcoming film about the Charles Manson murders. Um, that will be hitting theaters August ninth, twenty nineteen. But maybe more intriguing news. News broke that Tarantino and J.J. Abrams will be teaming up and combining forces on a new Star Trek movie. And I heard that it might be rated R. It's interesting. Interesting. Um, what will what What do you think a Tarantino Star Trek movie would look like? Yeah, I don't multiple know. perspectives, multiple storylines intertwined. We'll still find a way to use the N word. <laughs> Probably, it would be bloody. the weirdest fucking yeah, Star, sure Star Trek movie. I'm not ever. sure that's his role. Yeah. Um. So interesting there. Um. It'll get a lot of pe- a lot of eyes on Star Trek, though. I can guarantee you that. And then we've talked about DC probably on the last three, four podcasts. Margot Robbie told MTV she has been working on a separate Harley Quinn movie for the past two years. She said this one would be separate from the Joker, Joker Harley Quinn movie and the Gotham City Sirens with Harley Quinn, Catwoman, and Poison Ivy. One of the best parts of Suicide Squad was Harley Quinn, you would say, right? Yeah. It's fair to say. Yeah. Um, but do you think if all three of these movies come to fruition, this would just be like Harley Quinn overkill? Do you think that or not? Yeah, I, I don't know if I really need a Harley Quinn standalone. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think she's better off in kind of a side character yeah. that okay i agree i agree and then out of these three ideas which one would intrigue you the most same one more time so you got definitely the, not the standalone, standalone. That one's you got out. the joker harley quinn kind of love story gangster movie and then you got the gotham city sirens with harley quinn catwoman poison ivy i'd probably go the sirens sirens i don't really a female care centric for, uh, be cool i don't really care for uh joker harley quinn love story type thing okay all right that one i don't know that one i just want to see rihanna as poison ivy make it fucking happen that'd be beautiful that'd be cool all right that is our podcast it was a long one thank you for sticking with us um any final thoughts any words of Uh, advice for the young fans out there vote (laughs) democted yeah this was uh this was a fun one um we will be in our new podcast studio next podcast it's going to be dope uh we'll be broadcasting out of there from now on hopefully so uh yeah tell your friends uh please vote in the poll draft dogs this was a fun one heisman winners uh next podcast we'll do a punishment and we'll come up with a new draft dog segment um i'm trey leslie of the dawn of entertainment this is are you entertained that's brandon ogden tell him tell him boy stay safe hey